Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today. Wrapping things up on the pregame show from School City of Mishawaka. We are ready for basketball. It is great to be back together with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. Greetings to one and all here on 96-1 the ton. National Anthem just concluded the opening school prayer, and now we're ready for basketball. Visiting Mishawaka, the Cavemen, 16-6 on the year. Here in the regular season finale versus the 10-13 and 13 St. Joe Indians. Coach Ron Heklinski, you heard the words of wisdom from the head coaches. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think both coaches just want to get this game going. They want to play it their styles. Mishawaka wants to push the ball. St. Joe wants to have less pace. I'm looking at the starting lineup for the Cavemen. Cavemen are actually starting four guards and uh, Cooper Pritchett. The St. Joe got a little length, got a little size. We'll see how the guards defend against the bigger Indians. Starting lineup sponsored by Bethel University Athletics, but the opening tip is controlled by Mishawaka. We will introduce their starters, ones that we've become accustomed with here over the last five or six games with Jackson Snyder, Cooper Pritchett, Rasan Johnson, point guard Arthur Jones, and Maddox Johe. Jackson on the wing right side. Goes top of the circle to Rasan, and against a... A little matchup man-to-man. First moment looked like a zone, then they're matching up man-to-man. It is St. Joe going to work defensively. And you heard Eric Gaff talk about not letting the penetration take place, but a good post feed on a bouncer by Arthur Jones into Cooper Pritchett. And his two points start this basketball game with the Mishawaka lead by a pair. Nice post up by Pritch. Got deep into the paint. Uh, the pass took him a little deeper. And, and a very easy layup to start this game. Gage Nani, Chase Konezhny, Jace Lee, Brashawn Woods, and Braylon White are the starting five in white and Columbia blue for host South Bend St. Joe. They'll work it right point to Woods. Woods flips it off to White now. White behind him, top of the circle, Konezhny fakes. Dribbles, tries to go in for the lean in, and he's reached in and fouled defensively by Mishawaka's Maddox Johe for our first foul of the night. Chase Konezhny... Uh, is a really, really good offensive player, averaging almost 20 a game at 19.8, shooting 37% from the three-point line. So you got to get out and guard him. Once you get out and close out to him, then he's long enough to take you off the dribble. Kadeshdi averages 19 per game. Woods averages a dozen. And Jace Lee with 13 points and five rebounds per contest on the average. We're just underway. A couple of caveman deflections on the re-inbound, and now they'll try it again. Jace Lee triggers it into the front court for South Penn State Joe. Woods fakes, shakes, dribble drive, nothing there. Out to Konezhny, double teamed by Pritchett and by Johnson. Konezhny right of the lane, gives to White. White little flip handoff. Now to Lee, step back three-pointer. Long range, missile's good. Jace Lee going to play baseball at the University of Notre Dame. Hits a three-pointer from downtown, and it is a 3-2 Indian lead and a dribble drive by Mishawaka's Arthur Jones reaching in and fouling him will be a Indian defender, Brashawn Woods. That's a deep three by Chase Lee. Didn't even hesitate. Had his footwork done, had, had the ball in the shot pocket, and let it fly. Baseline inbounds right of the glass. It will be Jones triggering the bounce pass on the floor, and it is kicked by a defender, Konezhny, out of bounds, so we'll re-inbound it. 6.32 first quarter. Tonight's first quarter brought to you in part by Kevin Putz, uh, first 
Midwest Mortgage. If you're in the market to buy, sell, or refinance your mortgage, give Kevin Putz a call at 287-1152. And now the inbounds, and there seem to be a stoppage in play. And are they going to re-inbound it, or is there going to be a penalty against the cavemen? Arthur Jones tried to throw it off the back of the defender in this out-of-bounds play. He's done that a couple times. It's worked out for him. That time it didn't work out. Uh, St. Joe ball. Actually, the ref stopped the play, and it should have been a run-out basket for the Indians. Mark McCammon with the whistle on that play. Now the inbounds to St. Joe. Gage Nani, a 5-11 senior, the lone senior starter, and only one of three seniors on roster for St. Joe. Step back three. Konezhny left wing nails it. Chase Konezhny with 52% from the floor, 34 from Treyland, makes this a 6-2 Indian lead. And again, that's a deep three, no hesitation. Just catch it, your footwork done, and let it fly. Jackson Snyder, top of the circle for the caveman. Goes right side, Yohe. Now Arthur will try a tray from the same spot. This is missed, however. Rebound, Konezhny outlets up the floor. Lee, he'll flash in the paint. Little floating 10-footer up. Remy, no. Rebounded by Brisson. Here comes Johnson, the caveman. They'll try to beat the Indians back up the floor. Johnson in the paint. Drug the pivot foot. Throws up a runner off the window. Two hops. No. Stolen away. Pritchett took the rebound out of Konezhny's hand. And Cooper Pritchett muscles it up for his fourth point. That's just flat-out hustle, and it's a 6-4 Indian lead. Well, that's what Cooper Pritchett gives you every time he steps on the floor. Kadeshny in the corner, baseline left to Nani. Nani dribbles out, ball chased down, ball reflected or deflected rather back out to Nani. He'll set it up center floor to White. White right wing, Kadeshny long range, three, nail it. His second triple, and that is NBA range. Reggie Miller would be proud. 9-4, Indians on top. That's the deal where it's KYP, know your personnel. I mean, it's never too deep for Chase to score that basket. And I know, and I know Mishawaka knows that. Johnson goes in the paint for the running layup. Ball deflected away. Transition, St. Joe, bounce pass under the paint. White to Konezhny, lay it up and in. Konezhny with eight. Eric Gaff, Indian head coach, up off the bench area. And you can't miss him. He's six foot ten. He's jumping all over the place celebrating for his basketball team, leading by seven, 11 to four at 444 first period. That post matchup between Bodie Bender and Eric Gaff would have been good because Bodie Bender by 6-4, really stout though. Top of the circle now, K-Ben will work the basketball, trying to be patient It's the St. Joe attack. They continue the man-to-man defensively. Hash mark left side is Jackson Snyder. Fakes right, goes left, turns, bounce pass, spins it out on the hash mark. Left side to Arthur. Arthur tries to step back three, no, dribbles inside. The arc forces up a 15-footer, no good. Rebound off the hand of Jackson Snyder. Oh, K-Ben get a break because I think it actually touched one of Mishawaka's players last. Now the officials are going to get together, have a conversation, and let's see if we're going to have a switch. Yes, it is. It's going to go to St. Joe basketball. we got to get that TV monitor here in the high school game like they do in the college and the pros. Before we continue, Bodie Bender's going to burn a Mishawaka timeout. His team down by a touchdown, trailing by 7 4 14 first quarter. Mishawaka down 11 4. We're back after this on 96 1. Along with former K-Man coach Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. Not a good start here on the road for the 6-16 Mishawaka K-Man. St. Joe has come out of blazing, including three three-pointers here in the early stages. And, heck, K-Man down 11-4. Well, that, you know, that doesn't bother me because teams that come out and make threes early uh, usually don't make them late, and they and they feel good about themselves a little bit. So, so they keep jacking them up. The last possession for Mishawaka, you said it. Arthur Jones kind of forced up a shot, 
And as long as, as Mishawaka continues to run their offense, and I see Brady Fisher's on the court now, as long as they run some things through Brady and get Brady in the game, Brady's going to guard Konezny, and at 6-3, that should be a pretty good matchup for uh, uh, the Cavemen. Been exactly one month to the day since Brady Fisher saw action when he was injured, falling down with a thumb injury and a five-second violation. Good Caveman defense. In particular, right on, Braylon White was Maddox Yohe along with help from the rest of the four in Maroon jerseys, forcing an Indian turnover, so possession of Mishawaka. But Brady Fisher went out injured in quarter three of the Fairfield Mishawaka game back on January 24th. Here on February 24th, he's back on the hardwood for the Cavemen. That's great news. Drones, dribbles, drives, running, scoop layup, and around his defender, up and in. Good step move there by one and only Arthur Jones. Mishawaka's leading score, 15 per game. He has his first two. 11-6 to score. Konezhny, dribble entry, picked up on help defense by Jackson Snyder. Spinning on the baseline, Woods, double team, bobbles the dribble. Loose ball tapped around, picked up by Woods. He'll run the lane, put it up no good, and the rebound to Brady Fisher. Here comes Jackson Snyder into the forecourt to Snyder. Outside to Fisher, dribbles inside, gives to Cooper Pritchett. Shot put up no good, rebound. Indians tap it out to the middle floor, picked up by White. He'll dribble the paint. Lee with a running jumper, put up no good, and the rebound Jackson Snyder. Here come the Cavemen back from left to right in the paint. Little runner off the window, no good by Arthur Jones, and a bumping foul by the Indians. Cavemen were fortunate at that time. St. Joe had a three-on-one and uh, didn't really run it correctly and took a off-balance shot, missed the layup. The Cavemen got the defensive rebound. Temple really picked up. Heck, who does that play in the favor of who? It, it plays into the favor of the Cavemen because St. Joe doesn't want to play that fast, I don't think. Bounce pass left of the block. Brady Fisher tries to lean in on his defender, muscles in on his defender, throws up an air ball. Missed, rebound Pritchett out to Snyder. Jackson's three is up and good. Jackson Snyder with a perfectly rotation three ball from the left wing, and it's 11-9. Caveman pull from seven to within two. Konezhny at 244 first quarter. Dishes the free throw lane to Woods. Dribble drive, gets a little bunny hop in the paint. No travel, and he'll kiss it off the square up and good. The sophomore, Brashawn Woods, who averages 12, has two. Bounce pass right to the block. Brady Fisher tries to force it up inside. Off balance, no good. Rebounded by St. Joe. White clears the glass. Gives it up the floor to Nani. Nani fakes right. Goes left. Now picks it up right side. Goes to Konezhny. Running 15-footer. Rattles in and out. No good. Cooper Pritchett. Check that. It is Jackson Snyder. Collects the rebound. Arthur runs up the floor at 2.10 to go. Puts on the brakes in the forecourt right in front of the scores table on the IHSA logo here at Alumni Gym. Left side Snyder, top side Jones. Arthur fakes right, goes left, left-handed running layup, who beat his defender. And then there was nobody on the backside help, and it's 13-11. Mishawaka again pulls within two. Now I see why St. Joe's giving up 64 points a game, Brian. They, they have no help side concept, and they get beat off the dribble real easily. Konezhny fakes the out pass, and he steps around. The defender runs in the lane and puts it up and in for his 10th point. And it is 15-11. Indians, a minute 30 to go here in the first half. And I also see why St. Joe's is averaging 61 points a game and because they have guys that can score it. Pass on the right side intended for Brady Fisher. And there was some contact on the play, and they will say the St. Joe defender, who would be Jace Lee, bumped into Brady Fisher. And a common foul will give it caveman basketball in front of the St. Joe bench. Mishawaka down by four, 15 to 11, a minute 27 to play first period. 
Came in with just one substitution so far in this period. They brought Brady Fisher in for Rasan Johnson. Ashmark right. Yohe. They'll swing it left side. Jackson Snyder will try the three. This time he's off the rim no good. And the rebound tapped around and off of Brady Fisher's fingers out of bounds. Possession to St. Joe with 1-11. First quarter, the Aces are wild. It's 15-11 Indians. That possession, St. Joe came out in a 2-3 uh, matchup zone. And uh, Mishwaukee did a great job. Jackson Snyder got a great look, just didn't knock it in. Little flip pass inside Lee. Bobbled the ball. Then as he dribbles in the paint, Cooper Pritchett steps in and steals it away. Pritchett runs the break. Right side to Arthur. A little Euro step around one defender. Steps into Snyder, who will miss the layup. But he was fouled in the process. He'll, he'll shoot a pair at 52 seconds first quarter. Jackson Snyder shooting 77% from the charity stripe this year. Uh, I mean, chances are he's going to knock both of these in bring set, and bring Mishawaka uh, two points closer, 15 to 11 with 52 seconds left. Jackson had a three ball a little earlier. He will look to equal his scoring average per game with this free throw, but he misses it off the front of the rim. No oh good. Oh, my. The jinx Ron, Way stop. Didn't you learn anything on medical leave? You know, I mean, that little – I know it wasn't, it, I, was, it wasn't paid time off of the radio, however. I, I however. did. I did. I learned what time Bonanza's on. Uh, every day. Every day. Four, yeah. four times a day. Yeah, no thanks. Second free throw in the four-point ball game. Jackson Snyder this time, nothing but nap. So he is equaling his output per contest at four, and it's 15-12. K-Ben by, uh, or trailing rather by three, with St. Joe basketball 45 seconds in the first period. Nani out, hash mark left side, picked up by Arthur. Goes right side, ball deflected, stolen by Brady Fisher. Fisher almost falls down, but saves the dribble. Dribbles into the paint, fakes right, goes left, turning, spinning, jumping, and missing no good. And rebound down to St. Joe. Brady Fisher right now is going about seventh gear. Yeah, he, he, is, he is wound like a top. And he will slow down a little bit. He's gassed, he's tired, but he's got to play through this kind of stuff so he can be effective Tuesday. Woods fakes, now goes in the lane, ball knocked away, stolen there by Fisher. And Yohe in transition goes court length. Trying to go for the transition uh, fast break layup, but is bumped and fouled from behind by Indian defender Trey Place, who subbed in during the last dead ball opportunity. 14 seconds, common foul inbounds, Mishawaka. They'll have it across the way. Ashmark left. Now, actually, they're going to reset it, and they're going to inbound it baseline left under the Mishawaka basket. K-Ben trail by three, 15 to 12. Looking for win number 17 on the season against the Indians of St. Joe, who are 10 and 13. Inbound Johe to Fisher. Back outside, now to Arthur. Bodie Bender from the K-Band bench to our left. Signaling one, one index finger, meaning one shot. Five seconds. Arthur in the paint. Steps back. Fires an air ball. Up, no. Rebound Fisher. He'll put it on the ground and put the rebound up and in, but they'll say he stepped out of bounds with it, and the horn will prevail to end the quarter. So now Bodie Bender's questioning, was he out of bounds or was there a foul whistle on the play? Either way, we're going, to, we're going to go to the quarter break. So after eight minutes of basketball here from Alumni Gym at St. Joseph's High School, our score, South Bend St. Joe, the host, leading your Mishawaka cave in 15-12. Second quarter next. Stay tuned to 96-1 the Tongue. We turn the page to quarter number two along with the coach, Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. Some other games around the area tonight on the U.S. Seinfrafter scoreboard will keep you updated on include at Northside Jim Elkhart hosting the high-flying Northwood Panthers. Westview is in Dunlap for their traditional season wrap-up. Concord and Westview do in battle. Clay home against Laporte. 
Penn is at Maryville, Mishawaka Marion, down in Mentone at Tippecanoe Valley. Should be some good ones. We'll keep you updated throughout the night on those and much, much more. Alternate possession arrow to the host Indians. And a whistle off the ball, actually on the ball, on Arthur Jones. That's a tough foul on Art. You can't get those, those fouls 40 feet away from the basket. Speaking of fouls, St. Joe's got five in this uh I mean, just starting the second period, and Mishawaka's only got two. So Mishawaka needs to keep rip driving and get into that one-and-one uh, one situation. St. Joe leading 15-12 to 12 inbounds to the Indians. They'll inbound it to Tyler Brown, the sophomore. What an interesting and wonderful story he is. Rashawn Woods out, goes right side. Now to Nani, the point guard. Nani from behind, deflected away, punched away on the steal, Rasan Johnson. Saved by Nelson. Up the floor, now Rasan left in the lane. Mishawaka sets her offense, trailing by three. Arthur thought about the tray, gives to Rasan. He'll throw a knuckleball three up. No, rebound Fisher goes in, steps in, ball on the ground. Brady saves it, and then a three-second violation on the caveman down on the lane area. So turnover Mishawaka. And they'll give possession back to South Bend St. Joe. Just underway in period two with the Indians leading 15-12. St. Joe has five turnovers to two for Mishawaka. Ball pressure is really hurting St. Joe on the offensive end. Um, Mishawaka ratchets that ball pressure up, and St. Joe can't handle it. Kadezhny picked up there by Ace Troyer, who also starts the quarter on the court with the cavemen. Trailing by three in the paint, turning, spinning. Great opposite side Little scoop layup there by Gage Donnie going to the left side using the right hand with a very awkward angle, but he has his first two 17-12 Indians. Center floor, Nelson finds Arthur. Right point now to Brady Fisher. Top side to Rassam. 6.50 till halftime. Back to Nelson. Fakes a three. Dribbles inside. Kicks it out to Arthur. Dribble penetrates behind the back. Turns, goes for the spin move, and he's reached into foul defensively by an Indian defender. You ever heard of the group War? Back yes. in the day, War? Absolutely. All, low, low rider. Yeah, and all day music. All day music for Arthur Jones uh, ripping off the off the drive and getting to the rack. They can't guard Arthur. Reverse the ball a time or two and let Arthur take it. All day music, baby. All day music. I'm writing that down. Earlier tonight, JV game saw South Bend St. John dominate the second half and win over the Cavemen by 18, 58-40. And the first free throw by Arthur Jones is up and good. Statistically, we compare these two schools just a bit. I know in the pregame, Heck talked about offensive point-per-game average. The Indians average 61. The Cavemen average 59. While Mishawaka gives up this 54 game, the Indians give up 64, almost 65 per contest. Second, Arthur Jones' free throw rattles in and out no good. And the rebound down to St. Joe. Here comes Woods into the forecourt to Nani. Topside, Kinejdi. Kinejdi looks for a switch. He will take it to the basket. Right side, fake the tuck it under, and went around the defender with a good Euro step, and the reverse layup is good. What a move by Chase Kinesh. He's got a dozen. Yes, tremendous length, about 6'4", but he has long arms, just like his brother J.R. Playing at Notre Dame for the Irish right now, 19-13, and the baseline dribble drive by, by Arthur Jones, and it's deflected away out of bounds by Brady Mansfield, a six-foot junior off the bench for Eric Gaff and the Tribe. The difference in that take was was the ball hadn't been reversed yet. I mean, Arthur tried to take it the same side attack. Okay, reverse the ball and get their help side defense discombobulated. Inbounds to Rassan, tries to dribble against the defender, left the elbow out there, and then as he got into the paint, lost his balance, lost the ball, and in transition, a baseball pass under the basket 
to Brayshawn Woods, lays it up and in. 21-13 Indians, back the other way, Arthur Jones takes it right down the left of the lane area, and he's double teamed and reached it in foul by another Indian defender. This time it will be Gage Nani picking up the foul. Seventh on the Indians and the first on Nani of the night. Maddox Joey back in for uh, uh, Rashawn Johnson. Rashawn not getting any consistent run here because he, he's turning the ball over quickly, trying to do too many things too quickly. Just slow down, Rashawn. Deep breath. Deep, deep breath, boys. First free throw by Arthur Jones, his sixth point up and good. Cavemen is a team just under 66% at the free throw line compared to a very impressive 73% free throw shooting as a squad for South Bend St. Joe. 21-15, Cavemen have trailed throughout. Other than that, what, the early 2.2-0 lead on the Cooper Pritchett basket on the opening possession. Right side, Mansfield. Tries to dribble, penetrate, and then he hesitated. He drugged the pivot foot right in front of the outside official. That's an easy call and a turnover by the Indians. Possession to Mishawaka. That's a sixth turnover compared to three for the Cavemen. The sixth turnover for the Indians. And um, Jace Lee gets back in this game, the 6'4 junior. Averages 13 points and four boards a game. Had an early NBA three from way outside the arc to help the cause for the Indians in that first period. Baseline, Yohe reverses it left side to Brady Fisher, puts up the shot, blocked away, loose ball rebound. Caveman come away with it, and Maddox Yohe with a strong move to the basket after he picked up the loose rolling basketball, laid it up and in, 21-17, Indians. 5-17 to play here before halftime. Woods, left lane on the left baseline, gives to Kinejny out center floor now to Trey Place. Place goes back to Woods. Woods reverses, goes right side. Nani step back, three ball, switch. Gage Nani, known for his assist total with 78 leading this Indian club, but he's hit five points all here in period two to make it a 24-17, seven-point ball game again. Four for four from the three-point line. Anthony Nelson will line up a catch and shoot from three. He'll nail the triple, his first basket in points. 24-20 Indians. And that's what Anthony does. Anthony shoots the deep ball really well, shooting about 32% for the Cavemen. Center floor it is Woods. Dribble drive on Brady Fisher. Now Woods, little flip pass to Nani on the baseline. Back out center floor, dribble drive. Lee puts on the brakes right in the lane area. Out to Kinejny. He slips, falls down, loose ball on the floor, picked up and saved by place. He'll go around, gives to Woods, and then his dribble drive is reached and fouled by Caveman defender. And Mark McCammon, one of the officials in the stripe, says it was a K-man foul that would result in a shooting foul. The Mishawaka foul on Ace Troyer, his first, team's third of the night. So I know the scouting report for Mishawaka says that Woods will go left, 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 young man. you got to make him go right. Free throw will rattle in and out by the southpaw, Brayshawn Woods. That's the first free throw attempt for the Indians tonight. Again, they're a 73% free throw shooting squad on the season. Woods himself is a 77% free throw shooter, but he misses them both. The second misses a rebound by Maddox Shohe. Here come the cavemen. Jones up the floor, right hash mark. Goes center floor to Maddox Shohe. 4-10 to play before half. 24-20. Mishawaka trailing by four, but with the basketball. Jones thought about it, long range three, fakes it, tries to dribble entry in on Nani. Nani picks him up on the help side defense. Reverse skip pass out to Yohe, deep left wing. Maddox, ball fakes, dribbles, stops, leans, got contact, throws up a prayer off the glass, no good. Rebounded by St. Joe. 
Gage Notty controls it. He'll run the push into the left corner. They'll post feed it in place out to Woods to Kineshny from three. He'll launch. He'll miss. Rebound put up on the offensive board by place. Loose ball rebound. Caroms out and comes away to Mishawaka. Here comes Jones down the middle of the lane around two and three defenders. Off balance runner. Throws it up. No good. Rebound Kineshny. Back the other way comes Lee and his hook passed to the outside. Resulted a bumping foul on Mishawaka defensively. 3.25 to the break. The pace is picked up uh, really really quickly here probably in the last two minutes and like I said when that happens I believe that favors uh, Mishawaka because I, I, athletically they like to run they're good at it. Before we continue a timeout taken by Eric Gaff of the South Bend St. Joe Indians as they lead it on the home floor by four 24-20 we'll be back after this timeout late second quarter on 96-1 the top. Two second quarter updates for us in high school basketball of the U.S. Sinecrafter School Board. Just beginning period number two at Northside Gym. Northwood leading Elkhart 22-9. And out in Walkerton, the visiting Goshen Redhawks lead John Glenn 18-7. So after the timeout by St. Joe, they'll work it on the inbounds. Right wing, three ball all alone is Jace Lee, but he cannot hit the long-range missile. Rebound down to Mishawaka. Here comes Maddox Shohe in the caveman. Ace Troyer to younger brother Jack, and then Jack Troyer throws it behind to cutting Brady Fisher out of bounds. Turnover, Caveman at 3.09 before half. Heck, your thoughts here after that timeout? Yeah, so, so I thought Mishawaka would come down and execute some kind of set. Jace Lee got in the passing lane and stopped any execution that they might have, you know, with a great denial. Jace Lee now to Konezhny, left of the lane, now left point. Brady Fisher will pick up Woods. Now outside all alone is Jace Lee with a really quick pull-up jumper. His fifth point, 26-20. Caveman again down by six now. Got a little cross screen from Konezny and was wide open for the little 12-foot J. Brady fakes left, goes right, tries the reverse skip pass, goes to Jack Troyer. Outside to Nelson, catch and shoot. Three is good. Great awareness there by Jack Troyer, side of the wide open Anthony Nelson, who hits the second three-pointer. That is so big for Mishawaka to come in and get those threes off the bench from Anthony Nelson. So big. Kadezhny, right side, baseline drive by Lee, and he jumps into the air, and Brady Fisher blocked the ball and then deflected it back into the passer. That would be Jace Lee, and an Indian turnover gives it to Mishawaka with 2.15 before halftime. Mishawaka trailing by one possession, 26-23. The longer that the Brady Fisher's on this court, the more comfortable he's beginning to look. And that'll happen for him in practice the rest of this week and next week for the sectional. Nelson fires up an air ball, three, no good, missed. Rebound tapped up by Yohino, tapped up by East Troyer, no. Rebounded by the Indians. They'll go in transition. Runner down the right of the lane is Lee, but he's reached in and hacked and fouled by Mishawaka defender. Troyer. Oh, no, not on Troyer. They're going to call it on Brady Fisher. His second. So I look for maybe Cooper Pritchett to come in here and, and give, give Brady a, uh, I mean, a quick blow here so he doesn't get the third. Can't afford that here at a minute 54 before half, trailing by three. 26-23. Inbounds, Nani will trigger it right under the basket. Kadejni double-teamed. And he'll put up the layup. He'll miss the bunny. Loose ball rebound. Kinesini on the seat of his pants. Picks up the loose ball. Gives to Nani. Running scoop layup is off the rim. No good on a four hopper. And the rebound to Ace Troyer. Wow. 
lot of action, a lot of action, man. A lot of rim time, but no fall for the host Indians on that possession. 90 seconds in the half, 26-23, Cavemen down by three. Yohe, right side to Ace Troyer. Troyer looks for the post lob inside, nothing there. Nelson on the cutter on an easy lay-in for Ace Troyer. Good give and go. They go out, they go in. Ace Troyer has two, 26-25. Mishawaka's cut it to one. Great look for Anthony Nelson. Dribble drive. Kinejdi, little flip pass to White. Dribbles to the circle. Gives it out left side. Lee, dribble drive, goes up for the shot. It is blocked into a jump ball. It is by Jack Troyer. Great defense by caveman number 11. I think the outside ref wanted to call it a foul. Mark McCammon called it a jump ball. Mark's got the juice out there. I mean, that tells me who's got the juice in the stripes, right? Mark's got so. the juice. He's got the juice. Got the juice. He, he or he won the coin flip on what they were going to call there. Exactly. Inbounds, Mishawaka, one minute to go in the first half. They've only led by a score of 2 nothing Since then, St. Joe has pretty much dominated much of this second half, or this first half and second quarter in particular, and a bad pass by Nelson, chased out of the backcourt, and then Jack Troyer will chase it down so it was an uncontested lay-in, and that is the second unforced passing error by Mishawaka in the last two minutes. That's their fifth turnover. St. Joe has eight. Possession Indians at 42 seconds here before half. South Bend St. Joe leading 26-25. Inbounds into the Indian forecourt as they go right to left. Nani with the basketball. Post bounce pass. Right side. Lee on the block. It will go to Woods. Now back outside. Konezhny flips into Lee. Double team. Lee will dribble it back outside. They'll reset the offense at 26 seconds. Nani with a little motion offense now outside to Braylon White. In the corner to Nani. 20 seconds. Indians by one here as we near halftime. Now dribble drive. White tries to beat his man to the basket. Bobbled it. It's picked up. Saved by Woods. He'll take it to the hole. Put it up and in. Good aggressive move by Brayshawn Woods. Five seconds. Backcourt inbounds. Nelson not aware of how much time's left on the clock. He'll dribble to half court. He'll throw up a prayer, and we go to half. Caveman with very poor clock management on that last possession will go to the locker room trailing by three. Our score at the break here from Alumni Gym in downtown South Bend. As South Bend St. Joe hosts your Mishawaka Caveman in this clash on the regular season finale for this high school boys basketball season. Here at the break, St. Joe 28, Mishawaka 25. Stay tuned, post-game show, or let's, let's try that again. The halftime report is coming up next. That will be brought to you by the Mishawaka Education Foundation. We'll have scoring, we'll have statistics, we'll have thoughts from Ron Eklinski. We'll look ahead to the upcoming basketball sectionals next week, and certainly just around the corner, an update with Matt Embry on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard. All that and much, much more on the way during the halftime report. Again with our score, South End St. Joe 28, Mishawaka 25. You're in two with Mishawaka K-Band basketball here on 96-1 the ton. And welcome back to Alumni Gym. And our halftime report continues here from 96-1 the ton. Sponsored by the Mishawaka Education Foundation. Hi, I'm Brian Miller alongside former K-Band head coach Ron Heklinski, 28-25. You know, I meant to ask you in the pregame show, it's hard to believe, my friend, one year ago, basically equivalent to this weekend, I was sitting in the end zone seats. Sean Styers was up at the booth on the radio for us here at 96-1, and you were stalking the sidelines in your very last regular season game before retirement. 
And ironically, that game at the cave was against your alma mater, these St. Joe Indians. Mishawaka come up with a big, big win. But uh, do you have any re uh, any flashbacks on that as you make the drive over here tonight? Yeah, that, that was a really special evening for me because uh, probably a hundred of my uh, family and friends and relatives came to that game. And uh, we played really, really well, won that basketball game. And it was a really good way for me to go out. Uh, and, and I thought then, then when we played the sectional at Plymouth, we, we, I mean, we played Michigan City really well for 30 out of 32 minutes. Amen. And could have came away with that win, but I, I have no regrets on any of it, man. Now I'm up here. I got hair. I got hairspray. And, uh, well, you're up on me there. We're, so. we're talking hoops, man. It doesn't get any better than this. Nothing better. 28-25, I guess maybe not as well executed of a first half as I thought there might be. Your thoughts? Well, it's a shooting. It's all. I mean, it's all shooting. The Cavemen only scored 25 points. Uh, St. Joe's giving up 64 points a game. But, but uh, the Cavemen are 9 for 23, 39% uh, from the field. Actually shooting 43%, 3 for 7 from the three-point line, 4 for 7 from the free-throw line at 57%. And two of those threes were, were huge from uh, the junior Anthony Nelson coming off the bench. Conversely speaking, uh, St. Joe shot 60%, shot 66% from the three-point line at 4 for 6, and 0 for 2 from the charity stripe. Uh, St. Joe has eight turnovers. Mishawaka has five. It's all about it's all about making shots now. I, I, and so I look in this second half uh, for the cavemen to come out here and really, really push the tempo, really, really deny passes and force turnovers. St. Joe's guards are are, are very, very uh, tentative with the basketball. So, so I look for Mishawaka to impose their will in the second half. Thoughts from Ron Heklinski here at the break on our halftime report with South End St. Joe leading Mishawaka 28-25. Individual scoring first for the Indians. Five points for Gage Nani. Six for Brayshawn Woods on three two-point field goals. Five for Jace Lee on a three-pointer and one two-pointer. And 12 points leading all scores is Chase Kadejdi for the Indians. The 6-4 sophomore standout with a dozen points on two three-pointers and three two-pointers. Scoring for the Mishawaka Cavemen, Maddox Yohee with a field goal for two. Two points for Ace Troyer off the bench. Four points for Cooper Pritchett, two first quarter field goals. Jackson Snyder with a three and one of two free throw shooting for his four points. Six points on two very big three pointers in period two for six foot junior Anthony Nelson. High point man for Mishawaka, Arthur Jones. He had seven in the first half with two field goals, three of four free throw shooting. So we turn the page to quarter number, th number three, rather. It's not that hard. Along with Ron Eklinski, I'm Brian Miller. We're going to turn the page to the postseason next week, Tuesday, Friday, Saturday, all five games in the Class 4A Laporte sectional right here on 96-1 the ton. We'll have opening round play Tuesday with Adams in Michigan City at 6.30 Eastern time. Mishawaka, these cavemen in Plymouth, Two rivals from the Northeast Conference will battle in game number two. We will have our pregame show both Tuesday and Friday night at 6 o'clock as we count down the championship right here on 96 won the ton. Alternate possession arrow to host South Bend St. Joe. They will work the basketball left to right, and Konezhny has it in the paint. Jump pass out to White. 
Indians with their starting combo of White, Woods, Lee, Konezhny, and Nani. They'll post feed down inside to a cutting Jace Lee, who on the run will lay it up and in, and the lead back down to five for the Indians at 30-25. to 25. Great body control by Lee to avoid the charge. Uh, Mishawak about a half a step late on their help side rotation. Center floor, a catch and shoot for Arthur off the rim. Wide left, no good. Rebound Indians. They on the fast break. Get it to Lee. Right side, shot put up. Blocked, blocked by Cooper Pritchett. Rebound Mishawaka. Yohe to Jackson Snyder. Back to Yohe, drives the lane. And the ball knocked and ripped out of his hands by Gage Donnie. Out of bounds. Looked like Maddox got assaulted on that, on that drive to the basket. No foul called. Uh, let's see what kind of end out of bounds play the Cavemen come up with here. Just underway here in period number three. Mishawaka looking for their 17th win of the year. They are 16 and 6. South Bend St. Joe. They had a five game win streak back early in the season between December 2nd and December 16th, but they've only won five games since all that. In the, lead, in the lane, rather, lob pass into Maddox Yohe. Bobbled it and went up for the shot. Ball was knocked away. Stolen by the Indians. Up the floor, Lee. And Lee called for a travel as he jumped up in the air going for the three. Cooper Pritchett, who had a block a moment ago, was right in his face looking for block number two. And Lee dished it off, but the official said he came back down on the floor for a travel. Great closeout by uh, Pritch to, to force that turnover. 30-25, Cabin down by five. Now Rasan in the paint, little running hook shot put up no good. Tapped up no by Jackson Snyder, and the Cabin loses it out of bounds. Rashawn got to let the ball, let the game come to him a little bit. I mean, get some touches, and then look to get the ball reversed, and then and then take his man to the rack. Heck, it's almost like in the first quarter here, early third quarter, it's like Mishawak is trying to run in like eighth gear. Dribble drive, in the paint, fall away, fade away, fall down shot. Jace Lee misses, rebounded by Pritchett. Up the floor to Yohe. Yohe dishes inside to Cooper, bobbled the basketball. Loose ball picked up. Jackson Snyder kicks it out to Yohe. Three ball by Maddox is good. Big triple for the Cavemen. Yohe with his fifth point, 30-28. Mishawaka down by two. Maddox shooting the three ball a lot better, getting more arch on it. Also having his feet set when he shoots it. Dribble drive in the paint. Woods, double team, kicks to the corner to Lee. Launching three, missing three. Rebound, Rasan. Here come the K-Man looking for the tie. Johnson down the right side of the lane. Running layup is good. Cut around. Not one, but two defenders. Rasan with his first points, and we're not at 30. Quick three by St. Joe. Long rebound, and Rashawn Johnson finishes for two points for the K-Man. Kadezhny gets a double team. Bit of attention. He's reached it and tied up by Rasan Johnson but also reached it and fouled by Rasan Johnson. That's what I like to see, a little more double teaming by, by the cavemen. Athletically and speaking from the guard position, Mishawak is better than St. Joe is. Inbounds, St. Joe in a 30-30 tie at 5.38 to go here in our third quarter. Nani defended by Jackson Snyder, dribbles to the left side. Leads with the elbow out that left side, goes to place. Now hands it off to White. White dribbles the right side. Picked up by Brady Fisher. Now a switch off. Konezhny works around the defense and with reverse layup puts it up and in. Konezhny with 14, 32-30. Great take by Chase and using the rim for protection so he wouldn't get that blocked. Hassan Johnson where he went earlier for the dribble drive and scoring tie gets bumped and fouled. And possession out of bounds on a common foul 
against the Indians at 5.06 third quarter. The Indian foul on number 22, Trey Place, is his second and the team's first of the second half. Now we start to see why St. Joe gives up 64 because Mishawaka can get to the paint anytime they want. Inbounds, Arthur Jones will fire the three up on the inbounds. A little touch pass by Rasan. As the inbounder, Arthur, raced to that open spot on the right wing and after just a half a second hesitation, nailed the triple. 33-32, Mishawaka with their first lead since a 2-0 ball game. Outside right wing, fadeaway firing, three ball missed by Konezhny. Weak side rebound to Rassam. 4.40 third quarter, Rassam dribbles right point, gets a bump, no foul. Why not a foul? I have no idea. Runner, played up by Woods, no. Rebound and the miss by Cooper Pritchett. Pritchett runs the break, kicks it left side, goes to Brady, strong to the basket, shot put up and blocked by White and a foul. The game getting really physical now. A couple opportunities for uh, the officials to maybe get control of the game a little bit more and call some of that bumping when a player shoots the ball. But how obvious was the foul that, yeah. that place hip-checked the caveman dribbler? Rashawn Johnson. And everybody looked the other way. So the caveman now one-point lead. Brady Fisher at the line shooting 70% for the season. His Has first free throws in a long time, and this one is off the back iron too strong. Fisher looking for his first points here tonight. Substitution, St. Joe. They will bring Jace Lee back in. He will check in for sophomore Brashawn Woods. Four minutes, 26 seconds here in the third quarter. Second Fisher free throw off the back iron. Too strong. Rebound, tap, tap, slap, tap. Loose ball. Rasan lays it up and in. All kinds of effort for both the white jerseys and the maroon jerseys and the cavemen come up with the loose ball. They have their biggest lead on that hustle play, 35-32. And the Indians bobble the ball on the pass right side off the forehead of Trey Place. Out of bounds, Mishawaka basketball with 4-11, third quarter. The switch on the, on the defensive end by uh, Mishawaka caused that turnover. And like I said, Mishawaka will turn up the heat here in the second half. St. Joe doesn't have the guards to handle it. Fisher, top side to Arthur, step back three, got it! Arthur Jones, second, third quarter, three ball, 38-32. Mishawaka leading by six, this is their biggest advantage of the night. And now Eric Gaff will burn a South Bend St. Joe timeout as his team has the ball deflected away on the inbounds up the far sideline. So timeout at 349, third quarter. What a flip-flop, came in trailed by three and a half, they lead it by six, 38-32, we're back in one minute on 96-1 the talk. Let's get a couple of updates on the U.S. Seincrafters scoreboard. Here's some halftime scores at the break in Dunlap. Westview leads Concord 18-14 at halftime. Laporte crushing Clay 45-22. Halftime down in Mentone. A good one here going on with Mishawaka Marion leading Tippecanoe Valley 27-25. That's my guy Joey Luce from Wapahani High School who's at Tippecanoe Valley at now. Valley. Yeah. We saw him in game one way back on Thanksgiving Eve. Really good team they had. I mean, I mean, took Mishawaka down to the limit. So after the timeout, St. Joe, they'll work it on the right side of Konezhny, their leading scorer, who has right now a total of 14 points. He averages 19. Top of the circle. Woods, left corner, goes to Nani, reverses it right side of White. 3.20 to go. Fisher deflected away. White bobbled it. Now this time it's stolen away by Rasan. Up the floor to Fisher. Fakes, dribbles, leans in, and put it up at him. Great transition on the steal and score. Rasan Johnson to Brady Fisher. Fisher's first points. 
in a and month. 40, 32 in a month. Yes. In a month. Pressure defense just too much for the Indians. Three minutes, third quarter. Top of the circle now, Brayshawn Woods. Looks for the mismatch inside. Nothing there. And an outlet pass. Bad pass. It was telegraphed. Intercepted Jackson Snyder. Coast-to-coast layup. Steal and score. Jackson Snyder's got six. Caveman by 10. 42-32. That bringing that brings many of the Caveman fans around us to their feet. Fourth turnover in this third quarter for the Indians. Kadeshi to White. White now hands to Woods. Woods dribble drive on Brady. Puts the elbow out. Now backs up. Resets the offense at 225, third quarter. Caveman up 42-32. NBA three. Kanezhny from another area code. That was almost a 2-1-niner. Hits it to make it 42-35. That stops the bleeding a little bit. Rasan up the floor. Puts on the brakes. Goes out to Pritchett, and Pritchett walked with it. Cooper Pritchett trying to do too much, 25 feet away from the basket. And I know, I know St. Joe had a had a late closeout to him, but just reverse the ball. Let and, the and guards go, dribble. And go to the areas of the court that you can dominate. 207 third period, Mishawaka by 7, 42-35, St. Joe basketball. Nani into the forecourt, picks up his dribble, double team on the wing. Lace picks up the dribble again, bounce pass in the paint, turning, spinning, dribble drive, Kinezhny up off the window, no good, slapped up off the glass, rebound of Brady Fisher, up the floor to Rasan. Rasan looking right, goes to Pritchett, shot put up, block, rebound, Cooper put it up, blocked again, and a foul. And again, that's what I say, Coop, run Main Street, run the middle of the floor, get to the post to where you can take care of business, and now get to the free throw line, and make a couple of free throws for the 6-3 junior. Cooper Pritchett at the free throw line for the first time tonight. Rattles this one off the back iron, no good. He'll have one more. Shoots about 60% for the season. Odds are he's going to knock this one in. Maximize your strengths and minimize your weaknesses, right? Second free throw, too soft, no good. Rebound, Brady Fisher fakes the shot, goes back up strong and put it up and in. The presence of Brady Fisher... Inside is absolutely monumental. 44-35 came in by nine. That's the fourth second chance point in the second half here. And Kamezhny called for the travel, but actually crashed into a Mishawaka defender. Charge. Would be Cooper Pritchett who took the brunt of that collision. And Kamezhny called for the player control foul. We'll give the basketball back to Mishawaka. Kamezhny picking up foul number one on the night. Team's fourth. And that's what Coop does. I mean, he takes charges, he sells out, he doesn't say a word. There's no theatrics with him, he just plays basketball. Touch pass, Pritchett speaking of, right side to Brady. Fisher with a great 360 spin move on the dribble. Lay it up and in. 46-35, Mishawaka lead is 11, their largest. They trailed by three at halftime. Left baseline dribble drive. Woods goes to the glass. Put up. Blocked. Blocked by Pritchett. Rebound Kineshny. Loose ball on the floor. Muscles it up for the jump shot. No. Rebounded by Pritchett. He'll wait for things to clear out. And at 50 seconds, third quarter, Mishawaka is going to patiently walk the ball up the floor now. Jones to Rasan. Ooh, got a high dribble almost to carry. Rasan at 40 seconds. Looks hash mark right to Cooper. Now Snyder. Reverse skip past the corner. Arthur thought about the three, now steps back, launches an air ball three, no good. Rebounded by Woods for St. Joe. Kadeshny, touch pass to White, running layup good. 
Braylon White, the freshman, with his first points, 46-37. Back the other way, the Cayman working against a triple team. Down on the baseline to Arthur Jones. And as he cuts to the basket, he's bumped and fouled by one of three white jerseys. I know Bodie Bender wanted one shot two possessions ago, and uh, they didn't get it. Now another turnover by, by the Cavemen. Cavemen not taking care of the basketball. Woods in transition. Running layup is good, but I think a foul before the shot. Let's wait and see. Eric Gath is calling for an intentional foul. Mishawaka foul on Cooper Pritchett. It is a common foul before the act of shooting. Pritchett's first, team's second of the half. 16 seconds, third quarter, inbound St. Joe. Nani fires it in left point to Konezhny. Looks like the Indians are satisfied for a final shot of the quarter. In the corner, Nani catch and shoot a long-range missile for three. No good. Rebound White is tied up into a jump ball by Cooper Pritchett. And in midair, Pritch ties him up. And on the alternate possession arrow, we'll give it back to Mishawaka with four seconds, third quarter, leading by nine. Four seconds is a lot of time for Arthur to get it in and take it down the court. And look at Brady Fisher fighting a cutting. Jackson Snyder to the basket up and good. And that beats the buzzer as we go to the quarter break. Mishawaka down by three and a half, spins the momentum, and they lead after three by 11, their biggest advantage of the evening. After three from Alumni Gym on the campus of St. Joseph High School. Our score, Mishawaka 48. St. Joe of South Bend, 37. Fourth quarter play-by-play next. Yard two with K-Band basketball on 96-1 the ton. We turn the page to quarter number four. Along with former K-Band coach Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. What a third quarter by the K-Men. Trailing at half 28-25. They lead it 48-37. They outscore St. Joe 23-11 in the third quarter. Kind of their old, their old way. Their old mantra there, I guess, right? Yep. Jump pass. Place left of the lane, dribble drive, put up and in off the rim softly. Braylon White with a nice aggressive move to the hole. The freshman's fourth point and a bumping foul defensively on the caveman. It'll be on number 23, Brady Fisher. That'll be his third according to my numbers and that will see the scoreboard agree. So his third team's third of the half. Mishawaka eight for 10 in the third quarter. And three for four from the three-point line. Braylon White hits the three-point play with the free throw. Makes it an eight-point game, 48-40. Across the timeline, Pritchett double-team. Ball ripped away, stolen by White. Goes up for the shot, blocked by Cooper. And a foul on Cooper Pritchett. Little half-court pressure by St. Joe. And uh, Mishawaka turned it over, which is their fifth turnover here in the second half, five in the first half, so, so 10 for the game. And uh, the 6'2 freshman, Braylon White, who's actually really pretty good for, for a freshman, uh, has a chance to knock two in at the uh, charity stripe and cut this lead down to six. White, who hit one for one just a moment ago on an old-fashioned three-point play try. Just 30 seconds into our third quarter, or try that again, the fourth quarter, rather. Mishawaka got to be careful now not to turn the ball over against pressure. I mean, that was their bugaboo a little bit against Warsaw. That's what they did against Northwood. And Goshen. And Goshen. So now they just got to handle the ball, get the ball to the middle of the floor, and uh, take care of business and, and, and shoot layups then. 
came in with a substitution. Maddox Yohe subs out. Cooper Pritchett comes out of the game as Yohe comes back in and actually K-Man trainer Hannah Hess is checking Cooper Pritchett over. Maybe a concussion protocol as he hit his head on the floor during that collision. So a couple of free throws by White makes this a six-point game. In the free throw circle, Arthur, touch pass to Yohe, outside to Jackson, now to Yohe, ball fakes, dribbles, ball stripped away, stolen by Place. Place up the floor, Lee, transition right-handed, up no, and a foul on Hassan Johnson. That's a second turnover here in less than a minute in the fourth quarter by the Cavemen, and Jace Lee will have a chance to go back to the free throw line and cut into this uh, Mishawaka lead. Rasan picking up his second foul. And before we continue, Coach Bodie Bender and the Mishawaka Cavemen will burn a timeout. We will do the same. 7-11 to play here in the fourth quarter. We are far from over with this one. 48-42, Mishawaka six-point lead, a full timeout. We're back in one minute on 96-1 the time. Mishawaka looking for win number 17 on the year. South Bend St. Joe badly looking for win number 11. Ron Heck, let's see, we've got ourselves a dandy with 7-11 to play here in the fourth quarter and after the Mishawaka timeout. Free throw number one for Jace Lee in a two-shot opportunity, missing off the front of the rim. Well short, no good. Great timeout by uh, Bodie Bender to try and settle down his, his team and handle this little half-court 1-2-2 uh, full-court press. Backcourt pressure now. Rasan Johnson with Arthur in the middle goes right side now to Jackson Snyder. Actually fakes that way and now directs some traffic. They'll reset it at seven minutes to play here in regulation. 48-43 Mishawaka having trailed by as many as seven tonight. Dribble drive right in the lane. Little floater missed one-handed by Arthur. Rebounded Fisher. Drops the ball. Loose ball on the floor. Picked up by St. Joe. Place up the floor to Lee and he throws it away out of bounds. Costly turnover by the Indians as they had a chance to cut it to uh, three. Brady Fisher battling on the boards. Uh, uh, keep it up. Don't bring it down. Put it on the floor. He got his forehead collided with right around the bridge of his nose. And he's probably seeing a few stars right now. Dribble in the paint. Little left-handed floater put up by Rasan. No good. Too strong off the back iron. Missed it. Rebounded by Braylon White. 6-22 to play. 48-43. Mishawaka by five. Right point, White, out right wing. Lee fakes a three, dribbles inside, tries to cut it with a little dump pass out on the baseline. And guess who was right there? Jackson Snyder, defensively for Mishawaka with a steal. Up the floor, Arthur now floats it right side. Goes to Rasan, center floor to Yohe, now to Jackson Snyder. Snyder fakes it left, lets the floor spread. Spacing is important here with six minutes to play, and the cave by five. Arthur center floor, double team. Now he'll race by a defender. Takes left, tries to put on a show with the dribble, bobbled it, lost it, and fortunately touched out of bounds by St. Joe. Again, I say spacing, like you just mentioned, I mean, really important, just move the ball via the pass now and make the Indians have to close out to you and then rip it. Rasan on the inbounds. Belly-to-belly -belly defense on him by White. Right side to Arthur. Ball hacked away there by Trey Plates. Center floor to Rassam, 5.30 to play. Mishawaka 48, South Bend St. Joe 43 here at Alumni Gym. In the regular season finale for both schools. Left of the lane, Rassam on the dribble. Came in being very, very patient. There you go, I like this possession right here. Now Arthur, 
Looks in, nothing there. Cuts right, goes in. Jackson Snyder, nothing there. Back out to Arthur. Bounce pass to Snyder. Double team. Bounces it to Arthur. Down to five minutes to go. Five minutes, fourth quarter. Left the lane, Rasan. Picked up by Nani. Caught her on the inside. Nothing there. Instead, Rasan will dribble. Now fires an opening. Thought about attacking. Kicks it left wing. All alone, Yohi for three. Remy, no. Rebound, Brady Fisher. Ball knocked out of his hands. But they say the caveman forward touched it last. Good look by Maddox. Um, matchup zone, that possession by St. Joe. The weakness of the matchup zone is the high post area on both sides of the free throw lane. And uh, Mishawaka got there. They just didn't knock the shot and had a, I mean, Maddox had a wide open three. Substitution, Cooper Pritchett returns for the caveman, subbing in for Jackson Snyder. 4.40 to play, fourth quarter. Score has stuck here at the 48-43 mark for quite some time. Konezhny, lob out center floor to White. White cuts it to the left side down to Place. Place gets an opening, dribbles in the corner, goes to Nani. Back outside now. Trey Place, the 5'9 senior, just one of three seniors on roster for St. Joe. Place, top side to White, the freshman, fakes, dribbles, steps around the defender, put it up and in. Thought he got away with a travel. Braylon White with 8.6 of those here in period number four. 48-45, St. Joe's cut it to a one-possession game with 4.05 to play. Arthur, shy of the timeline, little skip pass. Little floater left of the lane. Now Rasan dribbles around, goes for the shot. Ball stripped away down at the belt line by Place. Rebounded by St. Joe. Woods up the floor under the basket. White throws up a runner. No. Rebound. Konezhny puts it up. No. Bodies are flying. Rebound. Woods up and in and a foul. Offensive rebounds. Defensive rebounds. Rebounds. The R word. Yeah. So, so defending and rebounding will win championships. Or and, lose them. And, and both teams are doing a really good job of, of doing that. Mishawaka, the last couple minutes, has just turned it over, got it stripped a little bit. St. Joe has found a way to get down the court and, and get themselves to the free throw line and get themselves back in it now. Bodie Bender burning this 30-second timeout for the Cayman. We are keeping it right here. We'll give you a couple updates on the U.S. Sinecraft School Board. Halftime over in the... Region. Merrillville, the host against the Penn Kingsman. The Kingsman flying high after one quarter. Penn leading at Merrillville 34 to 8. After three and Dunlap. Westview leading Concord 34-23. Also at the end of three at Elkhart's Northside Gym. Northwood leading the Elkhart Lions 49-22. So big, big stretch right here with 344 to play. Crunch time, as we like to call it. Rayshon Woods, the 6'2 sophomore left-hander, eyes it, flies it, and ties the game. 48 all. We were tied at 30, now we're tied at 48. Cave Ben will try to work against that press. High floater to the top of the center floor area. Goes Rasan to Arthur Jones now. Jones dribbles, picked up there by Place. Arthur steps in, dribbles around, and a reach-in foul on Trey Place. That'll be his third, according to my numbers. Fifteen foul for the Indians, so the Indians have done a better job of not fouling as much here in the second half. That is Place's third, fifth on the team. Mishawaka guilty of six fouls here at half number two. Inbounds Mishawaka. They'll work it left side to Cooper Pritchett. 
Now Yohe tries to fire it inside and thread the needle with a pass against the double team. There was Son Johnson with the ball knocked out of bounds. Get the ball back out top, boys, and run your offense. Three minutes, 17 seconds to play. Both these schools will be in action Tuesday in the respective Class 3A sectionals. Inbounds, Jones triggered it, and Rasan Johnson had to chase it down. I don't, I, I don't understand that pass. Brady Fisher, right of the lane, tries to dribble drive on Woods, who's right on him. Pass pass to Pritchett. Ball knocked away. Saved by Cooper. Outside to Fisher. Top side to Rasan. Left corner to Yohe. Now three ball up. Off the rim, no. High in the air for the rebound is White. White collects it for St. Joe, and they look to take the lead in this 48-all tie. 2.45 to play in the fourth period. Kanejdi with the basketball. Works it against Arthur. Turns. Spins. Right of the lane. Hook shot off the glass. Up and in. That's quite a mismatch with Jones at 5'9 and Kanejdi at 6'4. Kanejdi with 19 points as average. 50-48 St. Joe. Left corner three. Up. No. Missed by Rasan. Rebound Pritchett. Outside to Arthur. Dribble drives the lane and he bumps into Trey Place. And Trey Place picks up foul number four. Arthur waited for the closeout to get to him. Uh, St. Joe didn't close out under control. And Arthur took the ball to the basket. We'll have an opportunity to tie this game with 220. A lot of time left in this game. A lot of points still, uh, I mean, that are going to be scored here. Arthur Jones at the free throw line. Three of four tonight. All that in the second quarter. And he rattles this one off the side of the rim. No good. Mishawaka's substitution. Maddox Yohe will get a breather. Jackson Snyder subs back in for the Cavemen. On the road tonight in their travel maroons with a white and silver trim. Of course, their Under Armour look, sponsored by BSN Sports. Free throw number two, both missed by Arthur, no good. Rebounded by St. Joe, who leads it by a deuce with 2.15 to play, 50-48. to 48. Mishawaka 0 for 7 in the second half from the free throw line. Kanejdi dribbles in the lane, ball stripped away by Pritchett, stolen by Jones, loose ball, bounces around and Pritchett saves it at midfloor. Goes to Snyder, now to Johnson. Left side to Arthur, thought about a three, dribbles in the paint, leans in, scoop layup, off the back iron, no. Rebound Rasan, puts it up, no, and he's hacking foul. 151, Rasan Johnson will have a chance to tie this game. 64% free throw shooter. Timeout, St. Joe. And a minute 51 to play fourth quarter. We'll do the same with the timeout by the Indians. St. Joe leads it 50-48 over your Mishawaka Caveman, a full timeout. We're back after this on 96-1 the ton. Back here to Alumni Gym with Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. We did not have nearly this many fans in the stands when this thing started. Kind of like a, one of those late-arriving Los Angeles Dodger crowds out on the West Coast. Well, no, they're listening to us. And oh, our, I'm our sorry. Our enthusiasm has gotten half the city of South Bend in here now. Come on, man. That, you know what? I apologize. I'm just being straight up with you. Come on, I'm from the west side, right? You got it. I got my left pant leg up. Well, put your pant leg in place and give us what, what your thoughts are in this well, minute 51. we got to make some free throws here. In the, in the second half, you're 0 for 7. I mean, I mean, you hit four of those. You're, you're leading this game still. Uh, uh, you got eight turnovers in the second half. Hold the ball. Come meet every pass. And when you get fouled, step to the line and knock them in. Now, St. Joe hasn't had great offensive possessions in the last minute here either. Mishawaka has turned up the heat defensively. I would agree with that. 
151 to play. South Bend St. Joe looking for win number 11 against 13 losses. And the 16 and 6 Mishawaki K-Bam. And the officials are checking jerseys. Maybe they're worried about blood on uniforms. Everybody checked protocol. And the free throw by Rasan Johnson is up and good. Rasan's first free throw attempt of the night. There you go, Rashad. Stop the bleeding. Knock this one in and tie this game. He averages 9.7. He has his fifth point. Free throw number two. This one off the back iron. No, tapped out by Brady Fisher. No, but the rebound by South End St. Joe. Controlled by the point guard, Gage Nani. 1.42 to play. Nani dribbles the ball off the side of his leg, rolls in the backcourt, and now an over and back. There seems some major hesitation by the two officials whether well, the ball was deflected or well, not. Nani pleading his case, and also St. Joe head coach Eric Gaff pleading his case. And ball. now they switch. Now they switch to the offside official. The outside official, who was well off the ball, called the over and back. But the official right in front of the play thought there was a deflection. Obviously, he didn't whistle or blow the whistle. And an inbounds and a timeout by St. Joe at four seconds left on the five-second inbound penalty. Well, and so St. Joe will burn the timeout to save the possession. A minute 38 here in the fourth. We're going to keep it right here with St. Joe leading 50-49. to 49. And so, so here's what St. Joe's got to do. Chase Konezny can't take the ball out of bounds. Chase Konezny's got to be the guy... Uh, making the catch. He's 6'4", he's 6'5". If he's denied, you just throw the ball over the top to him. I mean, yeah, Arthur, he'll probably catch him. I mean, Arthur Jones doing a great job of denying uh, the other St. Joe guard, uh, Nani, and there's, I mean, he can't get open. So, Chase would not take the ball out of bounds for me, but he is for St. Joe. That's why I'm up here. Right? And I'm glad you're here. That's why I'm up here, and we're talking about all-day music by war. There you go. After the 30-second timeout, inbounds backcourt St. Joe. Leading by one, 50-49. Mishawaka, the man-to-man -man defense. A minute 30 to play. Trey plays. Bounce pass, left corner, and a pushing foul by Brady Fisher as he tried to fight through and get around to the inbound or the uh, intended Recipient of that bounce pass, Bray Sean Woods. It's a one and one, boys. Fellas, the three blind mice, it's a one and one. There we go. And I say that in jest because I think the officials today have done a pretty good job. It's been a very physical basketball game it's been on a hard, both ends. It's been a hard game to officiate because Mishawaka is so quick, slapping at every ball. You can almost call a foul on every possession. But the officials are, are, are using it at their discretion. Uh, and the lefty, sophomore, the lefty, Brashawn Woods, will have a chance to be at the free throw line, have a one and one. On a miss, the cavemen will have the opportunity to come back and take the lead. Man, I love, I love this game. 50-49, St. Joe by There's one. The, the front end of the one and one is off the mark. No good. Rebound to the cavemen. Rasan cleans the glass. A minute 22 to play. Big, big, big possession. Arthur dribbles the paint. Little right-handed floater. Too strong off the iron. No good. Rebounded by St. Joe. Trey Place with the board. A minute nine to play. Indians by one with the basketball. Kadeshny, center floor. Here, Graf trying to spread his team out a little bit. Now a double team. Kadeshny had the ball knocked away but retained it. 
Saves it out right side to Woods. He'll float in the paint to Nani. Out to place. Three balls up and good. Trey plays with his first field goal of the night. 53-49. 44 seconds. Bounce pass to Jones. Touches it back out to Rasan. He'll lean in the paint, fall down, and will, by the official's whistle, be ruled that he was fouled by the defender for St. Joe, who would be Brayshawn Woods. And that will be his third. That's a, that's a great break for the Cavemen because they get a chance to score two here with the clock off. And then when they score their second one, they get a chance to set up a press. And uh, like I've said before, the ball handling of the Indians is really suspect and an opportunity for Mishawaka maybe to get a steal. So Hassan will go back to the free throw line where he is one of two tonight. Those free throws coming just moments ago. We've been tied at 30. We've been tied at 48. And the back iron free throw by Rasan Johnson, no good. The cavemen have been rough, to say the least, at the free throw line. This is the big one, though, because this allows Mishawaka to set up their press if they make this one. 53-49, free throw, no good. Rebound, Rasan gets his own miss, puts it back up off the window, no. Rebound, Cooper, pitch it up and in. What a huge offensive rebound by Mishawaka. And after the putback, a timeout by Bodie Bender and the Cavemen with 33 seconds to play. Timeout by the Cavemen. It's a full timeout. We'll take a break. 53-51 St. Joe. We're back in 30 seconds on 96-1 the top. Along with Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. We're just, this is our tune-up. This is our appetizer for Indiana Hoosier hysteria that tips off on Tuesday. Well, the boys are back in town, man. Are you kidding me? I've heard that song somewhere. And so, and so here's the deal. Now, Mishawaka scored three points in the fourth quarter. And That's after they scored 23 in the third. And, I mean, you just can't have that. you got to take care of the ball. Now, it's an opportunity for Mishawaka now to put on this full-court pressure and force a turnover and get the basketball back and go to work. Each team with one timeout remaining, altered a possession arrow to the K-Man. 33 seconds to go. Backcourt inbounds, fired in by Woods. Goes to Kadezhny, and Kadezhny has reached in and fouled. Fouled by Cooper Pritchett. Uh, I mean, a very suspect call right there. And I don't blame Coach Bender for kind of getting after it here. Now, now you would think as great of a shooter as Chase Kinesny is that he'll drop these in. Let's see if I can put the jinxaroo on him, right? He has yet to shoot a free throw tonight. 75% free throw shooter on the season. Is shooting free throws here on his home floor. Starting at the East Basket, and he misses the front end of the 101 rebound, Mishawaka. Pritchett up the floor with 25 seconds. Takes it to the basket. Turn around, hook shot. Remy, no. Tapped up, no by Fisher. Rebound, St. Joe. And then Kinesny comes out of the pile with it, and he's fouled. I don't blame Coach Bender on that one. Coop tried to take it and, and score quickly. And, uh, I mean, I thought Mishawaka could set something up and get whatever they wanted. Brady Fisher on that last foul. Has fouled out. Has fouled out of this contest with 18.9 seconds to play. He will finish the night with six points. His first action in a month, and now Anthony Nelson will sub in. 
But I like Anthony in this game now. Anthony came in late in that first half and knocked in two threes. 18.9 seconds, 53-51. Chase Kadeshny, who missed the front end of the one and one a moment ago, drills this first free throw. That makes it a one-possession game still, 54-51. There's plenty of time, though, 18.9 ticks. And again, one timeout for each school remaining. Second free throw off the front of the rim, no good. Rebounded by Cooper Pritchett. Hands it to Arthur, 14 seconds. Jones up the floor, and a timeout taken by Bodie Bender and the Mishawaka Cavemen. So a timeout, Mishawaka, 30-second break. We will keep it right here to remind you tonight's game brought to you in part by Jay's Crunchers Potato Chips. Add some real crunch to your next party. Pick up a bag of Jay's Crunchers for that Hoosier Hysteria munch attack, right? Draw this play up, now you got it. You got a three-point deficit. Uh, draw this play up, maybe for Arthur for, for a quick three, or Arthur looking to drive, and, and then pitch it to Anthony Nelson for a three. But you don't need a three. You can take the ball, you can drive it to the rack and score, and, and then play some good defense foul. St. Joe hasn't really burned the nets up here from the free throw line late. I'll tell you though, with as physical as the game has been on the inside, a dribble drive, and they can get a kick out to Nelson, or if, or if Arthur can get a kick out. You've also got Jackson Snyder, who hit a three-pointer earlier and is very, very capable. Let's see what Mishawak opts to go with. Arthur will trigger the inbounds. 11.7 seconds. Backcourt, Rasan Johnson will get the lob. Here we go. K-Men trailing by three. In the corner. Dribble drive. Arthur reverses it out to Nelson. He'll launch the three. Yeah. He'll get it! Anthony Nelson! One second, inbounds, the half-court heave ho is no good, and Anthony Nelson with a huge, huge three on the kickout, drains the three, and we're going to overtime. 54-54. Great skip pass. They set a backside screen uh, uh, for Anthony. Arthur drove the ball on the right baseline, skipped it all the way across. Anthony was set, shot the ball under some pressure, and knocked it in. Nice. He, he had a defender right there. Nice, nice uh, offensive set by the Cavemen. And uh, you got to be big to knock that in. And Anthony Nelson did. We'll turn the page to quarter number five overtime after this 30-second timeout. We're 54-54 after regulation here on 96-1 the ton. We turn the page to quarter number five along with former Caveman coach Ron Eklinski. Man, isn't it good to be back? Yeah, so, so St. Joe's got... I mean, St. Joe's got nothing to complain about. They had their best shooter at the free throw line, chance to ice this game, and he's, and, and he's missed two. Uh, uh, Mishawaka took advantage of that and got themselves back in the game, and I think Mishawaka's got the momentum heading into this four-minute overtime. Both sets of student bodies maybe not great in numbers, but are great in spirit here tonight. And, hey, our friends Chuck Freebie and Bo Hunt and Craig Heatherly from TV46, they're doing this game as well. It'll be... Taped late and aired later tonight and tomorrow. They're getting their money's worth as well as we are here on the radio. 54-54, the Anthony Nelson buzzer beater. With just under two seconds to go in the fourth quarter, sent us to overtime. Second overtime of the season. The last one was not a good ending at Goshen. And that... Moss snapped an 11-game losing streak and the tip controlled by Rasan Johnson, but in the backcourt, touched last by St. Joe, but 
The officials on the far side are going to say it was touched last by Mitchell Walker. I think Mark McCammon just made a guess at that one, to be honest with you, man. Inbounds, like Trey Place goes to Nani. Nani out there with White, Woods, and Kinejdi, who has the basketball. Picked up by Jackson Snyder. Kinejdi step back three, short, rebound. Woods fakes, spins, jumps, shoots, and hits it. Good soft touch by Brayshawn Woods. His 11th point, 56-54 St. Joe. Here, just beginning our overtime period. Number one, left corner, three ball. Nelson strokes it, misses, off the rim. Rebound, out of bounds. Touch last by the Cape Ben. Anthony's got to take that shot, man. He feels good. He was open. He's got to take that. 56-54. South Bend St. Joe with the basketball and the two-point lead. Kadeshny races up the floor, puts on the brakes, now picked up by Rassan defensively. 3.20 in the overtime. Kadeshny dribbles to the right side. Looks to the inside for a post help. Nothing there. He'll dribble the paint, turn, spins, jump pass outside to White. White the freshman. He'll spin the paint. Stutter step. Kicks it out to place. Three ball. Rimming no. Rebounded by Mishawaka. Cooper Pratchett muscles it away from Nani. And then a whistle and a foul. Trey Place hit the big three late in the fourth quarter. Couldn't get this one to go down. Was wide open. And Pritchett the line with uh, one and one. Oh, not, not on Place. It's on Nani. I thought that was Place's fifth foul, but that instead was Nani's third. Cooper Pritchett at the free throw line, who missed two earlier in the third quarter. Nails the free throw to give him seven points on the night. Sometimes I say it's not about free throw percentage. It's when you make them or when you miss them. Well, let's make them now. Exactly. 56-55. This free throw rattles off the hop. One, two, three times. No good. And the rebound, St. Joe leading by one. Three minutes here in the overtime. 56-55. Indians lead it on their home floor. Woods dribbles to the left point. Puts on the brakes. Picks it up. Scoop pass out to White. White dribbles, spins, knocks into Pritchett. Off the ball, a traveling violation. Everybody held their breath as Cooper Pritchett fell to the floor for some sort of whistle, but instead White got called for the travel violation, possession of Mishawaka. That's either travel or that's a charge, but either way, Cooper Pritchett forced that turnover. Possession, Mishawaka down by one. Here comes that backcourt token pressure by the Indians. They look for the trap. Snyder out to Rasson. Rasson topside now goes to Arthur. 2.30 to play in the overtime. I guarantee you one thing, Anthony Nelson will be chased all around this floor now. In the paint, dribble drive, Arthur with a good scoop fake. As he went for the shot, he faked it and then just basically handed it to Cooper Pritchett, who laid it up and in, came in by one, 57-56. That's, that's, that's great point guard play right there. Woods out to Kinejny, 2.07 to play in the overtime. Kinejny backs his way in, out to White, travels. That's second turnover for St. Joe in this overtime period. And that's just great team defense by Mishawaka. K-Men with Pritchett, Jackson Snyder, Anthony Nelson, who with the three-pointer to send us to OT, Arthur Jones and Rasan Johnson on the court. Two minutes, two minutes, two uh, left here in the overtime. Number one, Rasan steps, dribbles, drives, shot put up and blocked by Braylon White. White was busy celebrating the block. If he would have reached out, he could have grabbed the ball. The difference between 
Mishawaka's defense and St. Joe's defense, Mishawaka would have taken a charge there. And uh, the ball would have went back to St. Joe. Inbounds, Arthur Jones triggers it left wing to Rassam. Now deep left point to Jackson Snyder. Post feet underneath, Arthur underneath to Rassam Johnson on a very good, no look. He's got seven, 59-56, 100 seconds and counting here in the overtime. Two great point guard plays by Arthur uh, Jones and two assists. Braylon White, left corner now to Konezhny. Chase Konezhny, minute 25 of the overtime. 59-56, Mishawaka with the lead. Konezhny, jump pass out to Nani. Top of the circle, looks to the inside. Now goes left wing, scoop hand off to Brashawn Woods. Woods back to Konezhny, 1-11 to play. Konezhny tries to spin in the paint, double team. Back outside, and before we continue, timeout taken by Eric Gaff and the South Bend St. Joe Indians. 104 to go in the overtime. Full timeout. We'll take a break with our score. Mishawaka 59, South Bend St. Joe 56. You're in two with Mishawaka High School basketball on 96-1 the top. One minute and four seconds to go here in our fifth quarter. Yes, time. Thanks to Anthony Nelson's buzzer beater at the two-second mark in the fourth quarter. Tied it up at 54-54, and it has been a Donnybrook here in half, or rather in overtime period number one. Hey, quickly, three finals have resulted in the final team, or these teams in their final night of the regular season winning. Northwood beats Elkhart, Westview holds off Concord, and Laporte pounds South Bend Clay. We'll get those scores in the postgame edition. And the inbounds to the Indians. They dribble it after the timeout from the left side. Engage Donnie just flat out dribbled off his leg. Out of bounds. Turnover to the K-Bent with 1-0-1 in overtime. So in this overtime, the Indians have committed three turnovers. And uh, Mishawaka none. Substitution, Maddox Show. He has checked into the K-Man combo. Backcourt inbounds comes to Arthur Jones. Mishawaka 59-56 with the basketball. We're under a minute to go in the overtime. Right side now, Rasan with the basketball against the man-to-man defense of Jace Lee. Rasan looks to the left side, flips it here on the foul on extension to Arthur. And then a little reach-in or reach-out foul, basically reaching on a grabbing Arthur Jones was Jace Lee. And flat out, there's no... Secret here, they're going to put Arthur Jones at the free throw line, who is just three of six tonight and has missed two in a row here in this fourth quarter. Now his first free throw is in overtime. That's fitting for Arthur because Arthur is the reason that Mishawaka has a three-point lead here in overtime. His point guard play has been phenomenal, and he comes down here and misses a free throw. Uh, He just got to get his legs into it a little bit. I mean, both teams have played uh, almost 36 minutes here. Get your legs into it, finish on your toes, and make this a four-point game. Cody Bender looks like he's been in a boxing match. Second free throw by Arthur Jones. This one is good. And that free throw makes it a four-point game, 60-56 with 40 seconds to play. Bounce pass in the paint. Dribble drive to the hole. Woods put it up. No, slapped up on the tip end. Try by Jace Lee. And the rebound to the caveman. And then... Hassan Johnson picked up his dribble and was reached into foul there defensively by South Bend St. Joe and will walk to the other end now. The foul was on Jace Lee. That'll be his fourth. He's picked up a couple here in the overtime period. And now free throws. It can make this a six-point game. It's currently four with 32 seconds to play in the Hassan Johnson free throw. 
Hits the front of the rim and gets a very friendly soft roll up and in. Rasan with his eighth point. 61-56. Three for four on, uh, from the charity stripe here in overtime. That's what you're hoping for. Rasan Johnson line drive free throw. Death of the net. 50 or try again. 62-56. Six point game with 28 seconds. Kadeshny, top of the circle. Dribbles right side to LaPlace. LaPlace will throw up a three. Ball deflected. Loose ball rebound. Knocked away. And touch last by the caveman. So Son Johnson selling his soul out here on defenses. He dove for about 10 feet just trying to tip that ball. Great play. Inbounds. Nani under the basket. Kineshny draws a double team. Puts a bounce pass to the floor. Oh, oh, oh. tough call of the caveman. The outside official will rule a kicking violation. Should have been the fourth turnover in this overtime against the Indians. Put, uh, put a fork in it. This game's over. The Indians defensively have played really well in this overtime. Inbounds. Woods takes it strong to the glass. Double pump. Left-handed hook shot up and good is 13 point. And a timeout taken by Bodie Bender. Caveman with 11.2 seconds to play. Will burn a timeout. We will do the same. Here in overtime, Mishawaka leading by four. 11 seconds left in the extra frame. Caveman 62, South Bend St. Joe 58. We're back after this on 96 won the Ton. Along with Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller. The voice is uh, tugging just a bit, but we're going to get through this as we're in overtime with 11.2 seconds to go. 62-58 Mishawaka. A score update for you from down in Mento with 90 seconds to play. Mishawaka Marion holding off. Host Tippy Canoe Valley, 53-50. Inbounds, Caveman. Long baseball pass, Yohe to Arthur Jones. He'll race it up the floor. He'll dribble out some clock, and then he'll be reached in and fouled by number 22, Trey Place. And now Place will foul out of this game with eight seconds in the overtime. He'll finish with three points, but boy, what a big, big three he had back in the fourth quarter for St. Joe. So Arthur at the line here has a chance to knock in a couple more and cement this game. I said put a fork in it about nine seconds ago, and I still believe that. But make one of these. Well, Art's had a tough, Art's had a tough time at the line tonight. But I, I will say this much. I mean, you got to attribute this overtime win to him. I mean, he's made point guard plays, and that's, that's how he needs to play 24-7, man. Second free throw. This one soft off the front, the side, and around the rim and in. Free throw makes it 63-58, seven seconds. Inbounds, Kadezhny, he will race the full length of the floor, put the running layup up and in. The clock will roll down to triple zeros, and that's going to do it. Big come from behind road win in overtime for the Mishawaka Cavemen as they defeat longtime NIC rival South and St. Joe on the road by three. Final score in overtime, a thriller as we tune it up for sectional time. In the overtime, Mishawaka 63, South Bend St. Joe 60. Stay tuned. Our postgame show is coming up next. We'll check scoring, statistics, and certainly look forward to a visit with Mishawaka head coach Bodie Bender and much, much more. Heck of a ball game here at Alumni Gym. And the regular season finale for these two schools. And with the win, Mishawaka improves to 17-6 on the year. South Bend St. Joe heading to the postseason. They slip to 10 and 14. Stay tuned. Ron Eklinski and I'll be back with the postgame show coming up after this timeout. Again, our final score in overtime. Mishawaka 
63. South Bend St. Joe 60. You heard it on the home for the Cavemen here at 96-1, the top. Welcome back to Alumni Gym, along with former Caveman coach Ron Heklinski. I'm Brian Miller. What a ball game, and a game that was kind of slop and uh, I guess a little sloppy, a little slap happy, a lot of fouls, a lot of miscues in the in the first half that saw us go to the locker room 28-25 South and St. Joe. Mishawaka in a tale of two quarters in the second half. Without score, South and St. Joe 23-11 to take a nine-point lead, actually an 11-point lead to the quarter break after three, 48-37. But then it was St. Joe turning up the uh, defensive heat, holding Mishawaka to only six points the entire fourth quarter. And mind you, half of those points were on the heroic three-pointer by Anthony Nelson to beat the buzzer just roughly just under the two-second mark. That saw the clock, the clock rather expire. Send us to overtime. We were 54-54 at regulation, and the K-Men would come up with a strong overtime period to win it by three, 63-60. To get our quarter break scores, it was St. Joe 15, Mishawaka 12 after one. At halftime, it was 25 for the Cavemen, 28 for the Indians, but 28-25 South and St. Joe. Michigan by a count of 48-37. I'm just going to say there's an internal joke going on here. 48-37. Uh, and again, 54-54 going to overtime. Bodie Bender, head coach for your Mishawaka Cavemen, joins us. I trust your ears are okay, Coach. Yeah, I can How, hear you. How's, the, how's your heart doing? Uh, luckily enough, I took my blood pressure medicine this morning, so I, I'm. That pretty, makes two of us. Good for you. Yeah, hey, hey hold, hold it! You're too young to be on blood pressure medicine. Uh, you know, when you coach this many close games. I know, man. I know. I got you. Just the way we drew it up, though. No, I was no, going to commend you. you for that. I figured that was the case. I mean, uh, the fourth quarter blues for a while. <laughs> you score three points for the longest time, then you, then you draw the play up, drive the baseline, set a skip screen. Anthony's got his footwork done. He's got pressure, but he's got to let it fly, and he knocks it in, man. Yeah, uh, you know, we called the timeout, obviously drew it up, needed a three, and the coaches were like, hey, we need Anthony's hit two. I think out of the two shots he took, maybe it was two or three from three. Um, you know, but it had been a while since he, since he uh, attempted his last one, but we needed one, and I, I thought the kids ran it to perfection, um, starting with Art with a great pass. Uh, pretty much on the money to Anthony, and then Cooper had a heck of a screen. Um, and, and just like you said, um, you know, Anthony had enough room. He had the feet set, let it fly. And, and obviously I thought when he let it go, I was like, oh, man, that looks good. <laughs> we did two from our angle right here. We were at perfect angle in line with Nelson's three-pointer that tied it, sent it to the overtime at 54-54. Bodie, we talked in the pregame show about what were you looking for here in this final game. And let's face it, you want to get a win, yeah. but it's all about getting ready for the sectional. It's all about next. But you had almost every storyline possible in high school. It, it went overtime. You had some heroic moments. You had some, well, poor moments. Yeah. You had some uh, mental errors. Yeah. You had turnovers, missed free throws, critical free throws, big shots, missed assignments, made assignments. You had a buffet tonight. Yeah. Uh, well, first and foremost, um, I might 
I might lock them in the gym all day tomorrow and make them shoot free throws from about 8 a.m. till 8 at night. <laughs> 10 for 28. Yeah. Uh, I think at one point down the stretch, we were one of six, um, which is not good. And then there was times where, uh, you know, we missed some easy buckets inside. And, and I, you know, I told the kids at halftime, you want to advance next week, you've got to be able to score easy buckets inside. We can't leave buckets out there. Um, you know, and I, I think we had a couple of them there in the overtime that really helped us separate ourselves from St. Joe and, and got us a two-possession lead. We're visiting with Bodie Bender, head coach for the Mishawaka Cavemen. A road win tonight at South End St. Joe. An overtime thriller, Mishawaka winning 63-60. to A couple things here. So, 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 I would, so I would say to you, I, I don't care how you got to take care of business here. The fact that you took care of business, you played well, you didn't play well. Right. You played well. Your guys are on top of the world. It's right. a big emotional win. I think that is humongous for you. And I think your little I think your little guard named Arthur Jones won that game in overtime by being a point guard with yeah. two great assists. I, I, I thought he came to play in the second half. I, I don't know that he had the greatest first half. I thought at times he was forcing. Um, but when Arthur gets back to doing that, he's really tough, really tough to guard in the open floor offensively. Um, and he did. He had two great assists, one to Cooper Pritchett that he finished inside, which I think gave us a, a double or a, a two-possession lead. Um, and at that point, I was starting to feel a little better that if we get a stop, now they're going to have to start following us. And I told the guys on the bench, somebody step up and be a leader and make some free throws. Um, I think Rasan hit two. I don't remember. Somebody hit two, which was big. He did, yes. Um, which which the really overtime. helped us. Um, and then you know, we, we were able to finish him off. What's your take on the play of, of, of Brady Fisher tonight? Uh, you know, he was a little rusty, but I, I love to see his aggressiveness. It looks like that he really hadn't skipped a beat. He was out rebounding. Um, he seemed like he was going at a higher yeah, RPM, he, he looked like he was uh, rushing a little bit at times. Um, it was nice to finally see him get that, I think, that first basket early in the third quarter in the second half. Um, and I think that really kind of started to slow him down a little bit. I don't know that, I don't know that he was around for that fifth foul. I don't, I don't know that he was even in the general vicinity. But uh, needless to say, um, you know we got some help off the bench in the second half. And like you said, Anthony Nelson hit a big three to take us to overtime. Yeah. I th so so tomorrow's going to be a great day for you. Take your guys over to the porch, shoot yeah. about a million shots. Yeah. Where are you taking them to eat? Uh, we're taking them to a little place that uh, Brian gave me some suggestions. From my old Laporte days. Yeah, oh, from his old Laporte oh. days. So I gave him a call this week, and he gave me some suggestions. So we got that so you're either going, up. you're either going to Christo's, you're going to Round the Clock. We're going to Round the Clock. Round the Clock. Yeah. There you go. So, okay. Um, I think that's yeah. great. I, I think that's a great day. Then you're bringing them back, walk through some stuff. We're going to walk through some stuff. get Plymouth then, in their head. Yeah, and then get them out. And then we got one day to prepare on Monday, and it's, it's time to toss a ball up and go play on Tuesday night. All right, man, get out of here, All man. All right, I will. Thanks, great win. Guys. Great Congratulations. win. Congratulations. Great win, man. Mishawaka head coach Bodie Bender joining us here on the postgame show. Caveman 63, St. Joe 60, an overtime thriller. Unfortunately, the JV news was not as good. St. Joe winning that contest by a count of 58-40. to 40. So with this win, Mishawaka improves to 17-6, and now they will lace it up for real with the postseason starting on Tuesday at the Laporte Class 4A sectional against the Plymouth Pilgrims, who played some good basketball as late, had a, had a very, very close win against 
the St. Joe team here Tuesday. Continue their winning ways. They, they're, they're playing good ball right now. That'd be a great opponent for the Cavemen. Somebody in Mishawaka saw back in early January, Coach. So looking forward to postseason play. Yeah, no, there's nothing like it, man. There's nothing like tomorrow, uh, being with your boys, hanging with your boys tomorrow. And, and, and that's the big thing. You you know, I mean, I mean, you're with your guys like six, seven, eight months out of the year now with all of the all the postseason, preseason. And they're your guys, man. And coming off of, of a win like this, uh, I mean, just sets the tone for everybody. And, um, I, mean, I, I'm, I mean, I'm so happy for Bodie for, for a little of the adversity that his team has gone through a little bit now. And, and when you go through adversity, you make yourself stronger. You make yourself tougher. These stats don't even matter to me. I'm not even going to go over the stats. Uh, I mean, the only stat that matters to me is that the Cavemen found a way to dig down and get this win and now feel good about themselves. I mean, imagine. And let's face it, a, a big bounce back after a very, very You can be by 100. You can be by 100 to Penn. I mean, Penn's got the best player in the state. Okay, Mr. Basketball. If, if, if Marcus Burton is not Mr. Basketball, there ought to be an investigation. By the FBI. Okay, there ought to be an investigation. But imagine if you would have somehow not won this game. Uh, your kids are they're a little down, and, and you can say what you want to say about them. I mean, we played this game to win. And the fact that they were able to make that shot and win this game and feel good about themselves, man, I don't care how many turnovers, I don't care how many free throws you missed. You're going to have a great day tomorrow. You're going to feel good. The coaches will coach you up. Those guys coach their brains out. I mean, Bodie does a great job. Sheltra is a pro. Uh, uh, Ian Nelson has been doing it for a long time. Brandon I mean, Squibb, they, yes, they're I'm, good staff. I'm, they coach their brains out, so it's going to be a great day tomorrow. Hats off to them. It's so much fun being back up Good to have you back, you, my man. man. I'm just saying. Good to have you back. Ron Heklinski. And we're doing every game, right? We're doing every game. I told you that. I love it. I need to go home and rest the voice. I can tell you that much. Uh, but, no. hey, we are going to run down individual scoring totals here on this one. First for South Bend St. Joe. The host Indians finishing with a 63-60 loss in overtime. Five points for Gabe Nani. All those came in the second quarter on a three and a two-point field goal. Three points off the bench for Trey Place. Eight points of the game for Jace Lee, below his average of 13.5. Lee finished with a three-pointer, two two-pointers, one of two free throw shooting. Eight points for Braylon White, 6'2 freshman. Sparkled in the fourth quarter with six of his eight points in that period, including two for two at the free throw line. Two players in double figures for the Indians, Brayshawn Woods, the 6'2 sophomore, averages 12. He hit 13 on the game, seven in the second half on six two-point field goals, one of four free throw shooting. High point man for the Indians and for all scores, you got it. Number 20, Jace Konezhny. Chase Konezhny, the 6'4 sophomore sensation, finishing with 22 points. He had 12 in the first half, and in the overtime, he was held just to one field goal on the night. He had a total of three three-pointers, six two-pointers, and one of three free-throw shooting. Elsewhere for the Cavemen, or rather for the Indians, rather, Tyler Brown and Brady Mansfield played but did not score. For victorious Mishawaka, who wins in an overtime 63-60. Two points for Ace Troyer. Six points for Brady Fisher, his first action in a month. Came off the bench to score six. Those all coming in the third period of play. He was also off two at the free throw line. He fouled out of this game with 18 seconds left in the fourth quarter. Eight points of the night for Jackson Snyder. Big night for number one. The 5'10 sophomore with three field goals. One of those a three. 
one of two free throw shooting. Nine points for Cooper Pritchett, nine for Rasan Johnson, and nine for Anthony Nelson. Pritchett, four field goals, one of four free throw shooting. Rasan Johnson with nine points all in the second half. He had three field goals, three of five free throw shooting, and nine for Anthony Nelson. Three three-pointers, none bigger than his buzzer beater in the fourth quarter to send it to overtime and tie the game at 54 each. And one man in double figures for the Mishawaka Caveman, Arthur Jones with 15 right at his average. He had two three-pointers, two two-pointers, and Art finished with a total of five of nine at the free throw line. Actually, that was five of ten, rather. I stand corrected at the charity stripe. Elsewhere tonight, Jack Troyer saw action but did not score. Cavemen, a big road win. Overtime, they pick up win number 17 on the season. They improve to 17-6, and 63-60 in overtime, and St. Joe slips to 10-14 and 14 overall. Indians, they will be in the Jimtown sectional next week. They will take on the Jimtown Jimmies. Meanwhile, your Mishawaka Cavemen, they will go to work in the Laporte sectional with a doubleheader Tuesday. The opening round will tip off 6.30 Eastern time with South Bend John Adams, the defending sectional champion, and the Wolves from Michigan City to be followed by Mishawaka and Laporte at 8 o'clock. Heck, any final thoughts? Yeah, no, so it's a two-game winning streak over the Indians now. And and like I said earlier, Chase Konezny is a, is a sophomore, really good player, but he had a chance to ice the game for the Indians now. You, I mean, your best shooter that's knocking in threes at, at the 28-foot mark uh, going to the free-throw line, and you can't tell me – that pressure doesn't play a part in in how you shoot the ball. I mean, he goes to the line with a chance to ice it and doesn't knock it in, gives Mishawaka life, and uh, the cavemen come out and, and, and take care of business, have a two-game winning streak over the Indians. Now it's on to Laporte and a chance to uh, string some wins together. Last time the cavemen won a sectional, um, I, I was in diapers, 1986. I'm not sure that math adds up. Yeah, no, I'm thinking about that now. Again okay, myself. yeah, let, let's check that math. Check that math. But it has. I could have been. been. No, I could have been. Could have been. But not, I could have been at Woodstock. But you now that's a very good possibility. <laughs> but it was 1986. We're hoping for a little magic next week at the uh, home of the Laporte Slicers in the Class 4A sectional. Coach, a lot of fun having us all back together. And uh, the third party or the third member of this party, Matt Embry, he's standing by with an update on the U.S. Signcrafter scoreboard to wrap up things on our post-game show right here on 96.1 The Ton. Save the voice. I'm going to go uh, probably find a uh, little bit of hot tea myself, and uh, we'll see you uh, Tuesday in Slicertown. Yeah, so, so so we will get there. Uh, we'll be there. We'll do all the games. We'll do games that even the Mishawak is not involved with. Uh, and we'll do some scouting up there for Bodie Bender, too, man. We'll be uh, your home for Indiana Hoosier Hysteria next week, which is sponsored and presented by our friends at Bethel University Athletics. For Ron Heklinski, I'm Brian Miller, bidding you a very pleasant good night from Alumni Gym on the campus of South Bend St. Joe High School. Again, our final score in overtime, Mishawaka 63, South Bend St. Joe 60. On your home for the Mishawaki Caveman, Brian Miller bidding you a very pleasant good night from 96-1 the ton. Matt Embry in the U.S. Signcrafter Studios. We continue with our postgame coverage. Mishawaka needs the extra frame but gets the victory tonight over South Bend St. Joe, 63-60. U.S. Signcrafters, from custom signage and graphic needs to installation and service, U.S. Signcrafters has you covered with the region's only three-year warranty. Check out what they can offer you today by checking their website, ussigncrafters.com. That's ussigncrafters.com. All of these games have gone final. 
Wawa C in Northern Lakes Conference non-conference play, a winner over East Noble, 62-46. Northridge, a winner over DeKalb, 45-35. Goshen, a big victory at John Glenn tonight, 66-41. It was Northwood, an easy winner over Elkhart at Northside Gym, 61-30. And Westview holds off a strong comeback attempt by Concord, 40-36. NIC non-conference play, Laporte. Easily gets by Clay tonight, 85 to 45. Marion in a very tough game in Tippecanoe Valley gets the victory over the Vikings, 58 to 53. And what can you say about Penn? Another 28-point performance by Marcus Burton. They hammer Merrillville tonight. Kingsman 94, Pirates 49. Once again, the final score: Mishawaka, the winner over St. Joseph, 63 to 60 in overtime looking ahead to tuesday that's when our coverage of hoosier hysteria begins on 96 won the ton our opening matchup will be south ben adams against michigan city and then we will switch over to our mishawaka coverage as they take on the plymouth pilgrims the winner of adams michigan city will face laporte on friday in the first of our friday doubleheader the winner of plymouth mishawaka will face the riley in game number two on Friday. And then our coverage of the Laporte sectional wraps up on Saturday evening. The winners of the semifinal matchups will meet for a spot in the regional phase of the tournament against the winner of the Elkhart sectional. That sectional, by the way, includes Elkhart, Penn, Northridge, Warsaw, Goshen, and Concord. Once again, the final score, Mishawaka in overtime over South Bend St. Joseph, 63-60. Big thank you, as always, to Brian Miller and Ron Heklinski, who will make their way over to Laporte on Tuesday night for the start of Hoosier Hysteria coverage here on 96.1 The Ton, presented by Bethel University Athletics. Big thank you, as always, to Midland Engineering, our title sponsor of Mishawaka Sports throughout the fall and the winter months. And until next week, Tuesday night, when we talk about Hoosier Hysteria, I'm Matt Embry. Thank you for listening to this edition of Mishawaka Cayman Boys Basketball on 96.1 The Ton. Good night, and as always, go Cavemen. This is Mishawaka Cavemen Sports on 96.1 The Ton. Mishawaka Cavemen Sports is sponsored by the following. Midland Engineering Company, beginning their second century of quality roofing experience. School City of Mishawaka, growing leaders in a culture of excellence the Mishawaka way. And by the Mishawaka Education Foundation, granting a better future. Caveman Sports is also brought to you by the Food Bank of Northern Indiana, Kevin Putz of First Midwest Mortgage, BSN Sports, Barnaby's of Mishawaka and Granger, U.S. Sign Crafters, Bethel University Athletics, Beef O'Brady's, Pet Refuge, Rossini Pizza, Jay's Crunchers Potato Chips, In Rug Co. Studio and Gift Shop, Monterey Mexican Grill, Kyle's Towing and Recovery, and by McAdoo's Family Restaurant. Hey everyone, Saltgrass Steakhouse is now open in Mishawaka. Wrangle up the crew and head down to Saltgrass Mishawaka for an unforgettable experience. Sink your teeth into mouth-watering, char-grilled, certified Angus beef steaks. Sip on ice-cold craft cocktails. And don't forget to try the famous Spicy Range Rattlers, all made daily in the Scratch Kitchen. Start making delicious memories at Saltgrass Mishawaka, 5126 North Main Street, across from Lazy Boy Furniture Galleries. Dine with us today.